0: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. On
1: his way to the end zone. I'll tell you what I've done spectacular
0: play. It's time to dominate your fantasy league.
1: What a play. Off to the races. Touchdown. Oh, he's done it
0: again. Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, Heath, and Ben. Mailbag time. First mailbag of the year. Your week one questions right here at FantasyFootball at CBSi.com. And on Apple Podcasts, and we thank you very much for your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. Always, always appreciate it. Adam Azer here. Usually this is a Ben Gretz show, but we are swapping out Ben's. We're going with Shraggy B. What's up, Ben Schrager? Welcome to the Mailbag.
1: Football is back. Mailbag is back. Ask FFT is back. I am excited. It's going to be a great weekend. Happy to answer as many questions as possible.
0: And Ben Schrager's back. This is actually Ben Schrager's off day, and he's taking time to be on the podcast.
1: Oh, how kind. Just to what hang out with you, Adam.
0: What a guy. Yes. Uh, we should hang out if we're allowed to see each other anytime.
1: Yeah, we live, what, a couple hours away right now? Right
0: now, yeah. A couple hours away. All right, Let's we'll get do to it. Pizza. Maybe one
1: time we'll get a beer and a water.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like a plan to me. All right, we got news and notes for you. Wide receivers. Mike Evans could be a game-time decision. Kenny Galladay didn't do much in practice. Doesn't look great for Kenny Galladay. Uh, Against the Bears, Cortland Sutton doesn't look great for Cortland Sutton uh, on Monday night. And you might have to make that decision on Sunday. So what do you think, Ben? You're going to sit right now uh, as a Friday afternoon. Remember, we're recording this Friday afternoon, everybody. Um, Would you be sitting Evans, Galladay, and Sutton?
1: Sutton, the only way I'm playing him is if I have Jerry, Judy, or someone else in the top 35 range that plays on Monday night as a little insurance. Otherwise, I, I can't touch Sutton. It doesn't look like he's likely to play at this at this point. Evans, I really want to play. And if he does do. play, he is, he is a top 15 matchup, top 15 wide receiver. So I'm starting Mike Evans. I'm still starting you know, Ridley Woods Cup over Evans, but uh-huh. I want to start him. Gallaudet, if active, also in that same range, high-end wide receiver two this week. But if he's inactive, Marvin Jones becomes a must start.
0: Yeah, I'm nervous. a little more nervous about Mike Evans just because of Marshawn Lattimore, who really crushed Evans last year. Um, so I was like, kind of one of those situations where you, you would have had to start him. He's Mike Evans. You took him in the third round, but you knew it was could be one of his tougher weeks. Now with the hamstring injury, I'm hoping I don't have to make that decision. I'm hoping he just doesn't play, and I don't have to make that decision.
1: I mean, but, one guy like Keenan Allen was going a round or two later, or maybe even three rounds in our draft. He's got Cincinnati. I'd rather play Keenan Allen than Mike Evans. Yeah,
0: yeah same. Um, Brandon Ayuk, more likely to play than Debo Samuel, but I don't think you should be starting those guys.
1: George Kittle, George Kittle, George Kittle. Yeah.
0: Miles Sanders, not certain to play, so make sure your Boston Scott is rostered and maybe Corey Clement could get some work, too. Would be um, that, you know... I actually... The reason why I never got fully on the Boston Scott bandwagon was I wasn't sure what they would do if Miles Sanders was out. I didn't know if they would give Corey Clement like 8 to 10 carries. I didn't think they would just necessarily turn it over to Miles, to Boston Scott. I hope I don't have to find out, but uh, let's keep an eye on that one. And Miles Sanders, that he's not in the top 12 right now for a reason. Uh, Because Colman also coming off
1: an injury and won't be 100% for Sunday. So I'm starting Boston Scott with confidence if Sanders is out.
0: All right. David Montgomery practiced in full. He's questionable. But when you practice in full basically all week means you're probably going to play. So I guess like if Miles Sanders plays and David Montgomery plays against the Lions, who would you start?
1: You're going Sanders.
0: Yes, you are. Chicago defensive end Robert Quinn is questionable. Devontae Parker is going to play at New England hesitation to start him
1: not a great matchup I don't want to start him but you may have to if you've got an Evans a Galladay inactive
0: yeah and Jarvis Landry it doesn't seem like he's someone you should be confident starting he said his week one playing time is going to to depend on Cleveland's game plan remember he's coming back from major hip surgery so be cautious with Jarvis Landry who's facing the Ravens anyway
1: no you don't want to play him
0: and James Robinson looks set for a pretty big workload so uh, so J- James Robinson or Miles Sanders.
1: Sanders but Robinson is a sneaky flex play and I'm starting him at RB2 in two non-PPR leagues. Uh-huh. I don't think You're in two non-PPR
0: PPR leagues?
1: One's non, one is 0.1 PPR.
0: <laughs> I made a mistake the other day. Jamie, I was a commissioner of our podcast league. I set up decimal scoring for the first time because welcome to, you know, the 1900s, basically. Uh, and Jamie said to me, why are the quarterback projections so low? And I knew immediately I knew what I did. And I set it up 0.04 fantasy points for every 25 yards instead of for every one yard.
1: For every one yard.
0: Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I changed it. We're all good. We're all good. But 0.1 PR is very weird. It's probably not worth doing.
1: No, it's it's strange, but that's that's my oldest standing league and you treat it like non PPR, but you do know how many catches a guy has, you know, seven point seven points.
0: <laughs> oh, see, it's not it's decimal scoring catches. otherwise.
1: It is decimal scoring, but you see the yards, seventy yards, seven catches, you you could do the math. You couldn't, but, do but do yes, the math. it's pretty much non PPR.
0: Usually I promote things, but I just promote what Ben tells me to promote. So what are we promoting the today?
1: Big promotion. Sunday. You can get your questions answered in many different ways on Sunday on Twitter. Use the hashtag #AskFFT. One of our experts will be online all morning long, answering Twitter questions. You go on Twitch, 1130 AM to 1230 PM. Adam and Chris towers will be answering all of your Twitch questions, throw them in the chat. They're going to go rapid fire. And then on HQ from 10 AM to 1 PM on CBS sports HQ, you can watch our guys, Dave, Jamie, Heath, break down all the matchups and every hour they're going to answer fan questions sent in with the hashtag ask FFT. So Sunday you have any start at questions, you forgot to put them in the Apple podcast review. You can ask them on Sunday and we'll get them answered.
0: And we're also going to record another episode of fantasy football today in five. That's going to come out on Sunday morning, probably around eight 30 or nine o'clock AM. Usually it comes out at if uh, three in the morning because we record overnight or the night before but we're going to do it actually on Sunday morning instead, just so we can get all that breaking news in. So be on the lookout for that.
1: And that'll be in the FFT and five feed and this main feed. So That's you have right. that quick five minute podcast. So you're ready to go on Sunday. That's
0: right. Go. You thank you for reminding me about that. And so everybody's not surprised. Yeah, there'll be another episode. You'll see Sunday morning, uh, five minute episode from Fantasy Football Today in five, in both feeds. All right, time for your Apple Podcast questions. This one is from Wake Up Twenty Three. Pick one for my flex. Zach Moss, Mark Ingram, Jamison Crowder, Marlon Mack, Anthony Miller.
1: Mark Ingram, get him in the lineup. Don't even think about it. Mm.
0: Okay, I knew you were going to say that. I think Marlon Mack's also a good option, but uh...
1: he is. Mack has a good matchup. I just think Mark Ingram, you know, ranked as a low end RB2 flex option for seasonal, season long. But this week one, when Dobbins is just getting worked in in a solid matchup, you can't really sit Mark Ingram.
0: Yeah, I would agree for sure. <sighs> All right, from Airman Bailey. By the way, Ben has Mark Ingram in every league, so. Yep. Uh, you might actually get an extra 1.5 points out of him in your home league.
1: I might. We'll see how many catches he can get, but I don't oh, care sorry. about catches Mark Ingram. That was, that
0: Ingram. was, that was per, cat, per, car, per catch, not carry. I was giving him 15 carries. Sorry, (laughs) because I've seen, you know what? I've seen leagues that are like 0.1 per carry or something like that, but not for catch. All right, Airman (laughs) Bailey, 14-team PPR. Trade Christian McCaffrey and Chris Godwin and get back Zeke, Miles Sanders, and A.J. Green. McCaffrey and Godwin for Zeke, Miles Sanders, and A.J. Green.
1: The only way I would do it is if I have no one in my last wide receiver spot or no one in flex. Where AJ Green could slide in because I would much rather have McCaffrey and Godwin than Zeke and Miles Sanders.
0: I don't know if I'd much rather, but AJ Green's not a good enough third piece for me. Yeah, I agree. I'm just so bummed about this Miles Sanders injury. It's like I've just been waiting so long for him to spread his wings and fly. And uh, now.
1: And I think he will, but I mean, Chris I Godwin's going to spread his wings and fly week one. Yeah. And. Miles Sanders could this week, but down the road he will, but not giving up McCaffrey for this.
0: From B Cox 25, dear Michael, Fernando, Theodore, and Lincoln. Michael, Fernando. Let's Google this. Prison break. Prison break.
1: Hmm, I've been told to watch it. I haven't watched
0: it. Scott White loves it. Can I confidently roll out Jonathan Taylor as my RB2, or should I start Kareem Hunt or James White in that spot?
1: Confidently, no, because I'd rather have James White in a very good matchup against the Dolphins. And I'd rather have Kareem Hunt, too. But Jonathan Taylor does have a ton of upside against the Jaguars. He's only a couple spots below them in my rankings. I'm fine rolling out Jonathan Taylor, but I'd rather have James White.
0: Yeah, that for me is only in PPR. If it's non-PPR or half-PPR, I'm not going with James White.
1: No, or Kareem Hunt. I would go Taylor and not PPR or half
0: from rcom to PPR, RB2 choices for week one. Ronald Jones, James White, Antonio Gibson, or Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones, James White, Gibson, or Fournette. It's PPR.
1: Bench the Tampa guys. We don't know what's going to happen with them in PPR. Gibson and White are going to catch a ton of passes. Yeah, I think so. he's one, though. Oh, RB2 choices. Oh, James White. Yeah. I- I don't know enough about Gibson's workload early on, and James White is kind of Gibson's ceiling.
0: Unless Gibson gets a lot of carries. You know, we just don't know, which I don't expect. We don't know.
1: I don't expect it early on. I think down the road maybe, but we shall see.
0: James White is definitely the answer there. From Ray Rye, start three in a standard scoring league. Chris Godwin, Will Fuller, Michael Gallup, and Jonathan Taylor.
1: Well, let's hope you put Fuller in your lineup. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that would have been the move. So it's, it's really between Gallup and Taylor. And I'll go Taylor in a good matchup against the Jaguars. I'm definitely starting Godwin, obviously.
0: That is a really tough call. Um, it the, you is. Have good, you Amari have good Cooper was
1: hurting. There. And now he looks like he's 100%. So I can't go Gallup over Taylor.
0: Okay. From Turkish Pro. Dear Thing 1, Thing 2, and Thing 3 babbling in my headphones.
1: Um, so they didn't include either of us. That's good. <laughs>
0: Please help me pick a flex for Week One: Michael Gallup, Brandon Cooks, or Marvin Jones. I'd go Cooks. Marvin here, Jones.
1: Yeah. Right? No. you
0: go. Wait. <laughs> oh, you're going Marvin Jones because you think Galladay's out.
1: Out or limited. I don't see Galladay playing a full role, and I'll take Marvin in the number two role against Gallup in a number two role. I'll take him with the number two hurting.
0: Okay, I just or with want the number one hurting. Gallup. Gallup to me. I don't. I am not a Gallup guy. I don't have him in many leagues. I hope I'm wrong because I had to draft him in one league, and um, you know, and I, I know a lot of people really do like Michael Gallup. This is a good week for Michael Gallup, I think. I mean, number two wide receivers did much, much better against the Rams after they got Jalen Ramsey, and it makes sense. They pretty much shut down the, the number one guys, and number two guys did very well. So I don't think like we just said to get away from Gallup in two questions. That doesn't mean you have to fully get away from him. I think he set up for a good week, but I also think Marvin Jones, like if if Galladay plays, I'm going with Gallup. And if Galladay doesn't, then yeah, Marvin Jones is the end.
1: The other thing with Gallup, I mean, when they played last year, Gallup was not a number one. Or did they play last year? Yeah, they played last year and Amari
0: Amari Cooper got completely shut down by Jalen Ramsey.
1: I don't know if Ramsey's on Cooper the entire time now that Gallup is almost their best wide receiver. I love Gallup. I think Cooper well, Cooper will get the treatment.
0: I think he is more likely to get it than Gallup. Let's say that. Yes. But you're definitely. You're right. Well, let's see what happens. Uh from Medic Nick, would you stash Jerry, Judy, or Henry Ruggs? I already have Cortland Sutton.
1: It was Judy before the Sutton injury. It's definitely Judy now.
0: From Dark Knight six nine two. Dear Malcolm, Zoe, Jane, and River. <sighs> hmm. I don't know these at all. Do you know who River Phoenix is, Ben?
1: No. No.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, I don't think it's him, but he was an actor. Unfortunately, he tragically passed. Firefly is the name of the show. But the the line in the song Give It Away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, do you know that song?
1: Give it away, give it yeah, away, yeah, give yeah. it away now. There's yeah. a there's a
0: riverborn to be a giver as about River Phoenix. A ah. nugget for you there. They used to uh used to hang out with him. Love the podcast. 10-team half PPR league, three receivers. Should I trade Zeke and CD Lamb for DJ Moore and Josh Jacobs? Zeke and Lamb for Jacobs and Moore.
1: And his other wide receivers are Godwin, Robinson, Ridley. How is no, this? I'm not yeah. doing it.
0: You're not doing this? You think it's that big of a drop from Zeke to Jacobs?
1: It's a drop, but he has Godwin, Allen Robinson, Calvin Ridley. I'm definitely doing this. I'm not doing it. I know Heath would do it. Um, Like I don't know that DJ Moore is a sure thing top 10 wide receiver. And I think the Zeke Jacobs drop is pretty big.
0: I think DJ Moore is much better than CeeDee Lamb, though.
1: Yes. Yeah. But CeeDee Lamb is his fifth or sixth wide receiver. He wasn't starting Lamb in the first place.
0: Right. Yeah. You know what? If if you do this, I think you try to turn around and make another trade and trade.
1: Yes. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yes. If if your te- if your league trades a lot and you can do that, the value is there. Just looking at his team construction, I don't know if this is the right move.
0: All right. I mean, there is something to be said for having the best player in the deal in a ten-team league, and that is Zeke uh, from Flippy. Would you trade Saquon Barkley and Robert Woods for Kenyon Drake and DeAndre Hopkins?
1: It's another close one. It's pretty even, honestly. This, what this one? You yes. No, this is this is. The, you think the Drake and Hopkins side is dominating?
0: Absolutely not. I would keep Barkley and Woods.
1: Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. No, it's, <laughs> Barkley and Woods is the winning side. But I think this is very close. I think I want to see what Hopkins does this weekend before you know trading for him or not trading for him because I think his value can go one way or the other. He's either DeAndre Hopkins, the stud. Or the targets aren't there. It's pretty disappointing. But yeah, no, I I think this is a pretty even deal.
0: I don't get you, man. All right, let's an, let's analyze Ben Schrager here. He doesn't want to give up Zeke. He, okay, he doesn't want to give up Zeke and Lamb for for Jacobs and DJ Moore. But he's much closer nope. to giving up Barkley and Woods for Drake and Hopkins. Yeah, but the gap between. What's bigger, the gap between Moore and Lamb, or the gap between Hopkins and Woods, Moore and Lamb?
1: It's Moore and Lamb, right? But so and the then, gap between Saquon and Drake to me is bigger. Yeah,
0: exactly. Then conf-
1: Zeke and Jacobs.
0: That's why you should take. This the, is proving
1: that, your point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Shaggy B. All right, all right. Look, it's his first mailbag, ladies and gentlemen. Oh,
1: okay. This is this is, makes it even worse of a deal. He has Kyler Murray as his quarterback, and he's trying to trade for Drake and Hopkins.
0: Oh, yeah. No, you can't do that. You can't go. I don't like
1: that. Like no.
0: the Cardinals have to smash it for you to.
1: <laughs> I'm fine with stacking Hopkins and Kyler, but having all of them on an offense that's not projected to be top five in the NFL. No, thank you. Um, all right, those
0: are your, your Apple podcast questions. Send them in every week. I'm actually looking for more in case we missed any that came in. Um, I
1: will miss Ben. You know, I sent these to you last night, so I, I would imagine there's a few from this morning.
0: Yeah, here we go. Uh, This is from Cam in a large town in Illinois. We'll just say Chicago.
1: Chicago, easy.
0: 10-team half PPR, Le'Veon Bell, DJ Chark, or Will Fuller? In Fuller? All ser- in all seriousness, <laughs> I would have told you to start Fuller.
1: Yes, but it's Bell... Like, uh, like, I don't want to start Bell, but it is Bell.
0: Okay. Um, Rams receivers. Did we read this one from Hugo Robinson? I drafted both Cup and Woods. Full PPR, 10-team, two wide receiver slots, two flex. Should I try to move one of them, Cup and Woods, or just run them both out there every week? They both had 90 catches last year.
1: I mean, if you could trade them for Juju, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, sure, you know, get rid of Woods Maybe. But I am totally cool starting both those wide receivers. The target share should be pretty immense this year.
0: Mark Ingram from Dan in the Mitten. I don't know why I said the T's like that. Dan in the Mitten. (laughs) Mark Ingram or AJ Green, full PPR? Ingram. Uh, From David Johnson. Oh, no, from Kenny Bibb. Subject, David Johnson. What do you think about David Johnson this year?
1: Well, I thought he was an RB2. And now I think he's a high-end RB2 after what I saw last night. Again, the Chiefs. Dude did not have a good run defense last year, so we can't overreact. But being so involved in the pass game last night, being able to score, looking good, and Duke Johnson going down with an injury, David Johnson's locked into my top 15 until David Duke Johnson comes back. Yeah, the Duke
0: Johnson thing is definitely worth watching. Uh, the Chiefs' run defense really got a lot better. Like Their last seven games or so, they were really good. But they were also missing one of their starting defensive tackles, Mike Pinnell. So you know, you factor that in. Chris Jones is obviously their their big dude up up front, but Pinnell is, uh, I think, a key player. I don't know what kind. Of, he's out. He's suspended for one more game. I don't know what kind of impact that made. Um, I just think that yeah, I, I'm not a David Johnson guy. He had his longest run since 2018 last night. He he broke off a run that was longer than any run he had in all of 2019. Uh, I kind of felt like he was done being a really good player. But at least you knew he had the big opportunity. And he's just going to get so many touches that he's a reliable guy. I did say that I would consider selling high. His next three games are the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Vikings. Um, and selling high is for strictly for anyone that you think is a top 36 player. Anyone you would have taken in the first three rounds of the draft. Because if I was redrafting today, I think David Johnson is like a fourth round pick. But hey, he's like mid-round three for me. Okay, yeah, I've already been wrong about him. I mean, I didn't expect him to do well in week one. So maybe I'm just too low on on David Johnson. But it's week one. Can he hold up? We don't know.
1: That's a big question. It's the same question with Fuller. But it was super discouraging early on to see how much Duke Johnson was rotating in. And David Johnson did have his left wrist checked out during the game, and that was scary. So that's always going to be a lingering thing but you know the workload will be full until duke johnson's back and i think he's a top 15 running back until that happens
0: all right we're going to take a quick break here on fantasy football today when we come back we're doing some regulating or the fantasy cops whatever you want to call them and we're grading your trades and answering more of your start sit questions at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com we'll be right back robert half research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too Ben Schrager, I guess I didn't have a chance to talk to you since the game started last night or the game. What'd you think of football? Did it feel like normal for you?
1: Yeah. I mean, granted, it was in Kansas City with fans. So that was a big plus. And their fans are loud, even though it wasn't full capacity. But it felt like football. It was awesome to see all the guys we were high on. The industry was high on. Everyone was high on. Do well. Um, That was always encouraging. It wasn't Great to see Tyree Kill in the first half only have a catch. But you know, he showed who he was. Kelsey looked great. Mahomes looked great. Clyde impressed. So it was it was very encouraging. And we haven't been wrong yet. And we are going to be wrong very soon. But last night it was just like confirming (laughs) the offseason things that we had said, which was just football is back. We're excited. Haven't been
0: wrong. You know, to a degree, we were wrong about Daryl Williams. He was a total dud. Um I was much higher on Brandon Cooks than I should have been. But I but I guess
1: from like a season-long perspective, yeah. you know, we didn't think Daryl Williams was going to be a stud. No. You know, Brandon Cooks was a low-end wide receiver three. He still could very well be. But yes, I mean, those guys did disappoint last night. But in terms of a season-long perspective, I, Will Fuller was like the biggest surprise, given that he wasn't just a deep threat. He no. led the team in target share. I don't share. think he, he is was just a deep threat,
0: deep threat. I don't, I. don't. Been trying to say that, you know. I think he showed that in 2018. He's more versatile than that. Um, Yeah, he just needs to stay healthy. Okay, let's uh, let's do some regulating. The fantasy cops are back. All right, filling in for Dave, Richard, Jimmy, Eisberg, Heath Cummings. It's Adam Azer and Ben Grant. Oh, sorry, not Ben Grant. Ben Trager, regulating myself. This is from. We have a name here from no, I don't have a name. Oh yeah, it's from Chad. Chad from the real home of the Simpsons. So not Those Springfield. Guys. Um, probably I think like somewhere in Oregon, like Portland or something like that is where Matt Groening is from, and he created he like named all the characters after streets from there or something like that. I think that's probably what he's talking about, but we'll see. Uh, dear Len, Steve, Joe, and Patrick. Len, Steve, Joe, and Patrick.
1: Sir, Chiefs quarterback from Kansas City. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think the Simpsons are from Kansas City. In fact, one of the episodes said they were from Kentucky. Our fantasy football keeper league needs your help. At our yearly draft this year, seven managers got together in person, while the other five drafted remotely. One manager that was drafting remotely lost connection around his tenth pick. When his time was up, a couple of managers that were on site, one being the commish, drafted him the lowest-ranked kicker. In our league, it's always been next best available player in these situations. The main one that pushed it through said seven managers voted to give him a crappy kicker when only three to four even knew what happened. After some heated arguments over it a few days later, the manager who had lost connection said he will be quitting the league after this season. What would you do in this situation in order to punish the offenders and fix the draft issue? On a side note, the manager who was forced into drafting a kicker is well-known for some pretty D-bag stuff in the past. So I guess he was getting his comeuppance. All right, so Ben, D-bag manager, auto-picks, loses connection because he's not in person. He's drafting remotely. Kind of D-bag commissioner gives him the lowest-ranked kicker when the tradition had been give him the best available player. And then he seems to lie about the other managers who were in on this and okay with the decision. Now D Bag manager says, I'm quitting the league after this season. What should we do to make it right?
1: So there's no real way to punish the people who did this because the commissioner is the one who did it. And it's terrible. The the thing to do is to create a written rule, a written constitution. As crazy as it sounds for fantasy football, that's something that needs to happen. And yes, auto pick should be the best available player, but just a verbal agreement about that, you know, it stinks because I, it's like it's gotta happen, but there's no way to 5 days after the draft the season's already started make up for this i think you should have given him the best available player you didn't so you probably should redraft from te- the 10th round on because the last kicker is yeah, awful It's 10th round you could get
0: javier smith move. you it's could get move.
1: yeah you get a quarterback you like
0: my, maybe like a Debo Samuel was there sometimes. The Alexander Madison, something like that. It's a jerk move. All right, so here's a couple things. Number one, or here's like six things. I'm gonna rattle them off. Number one, do you have a written constitution in any of your leagues? Yeah. You do? Okay, good for you.
1: I do not. In my two leagues that I would say are my most serious leagues, the other leagues are either super casual or through work, where you know, we can blast Jamie Eisenberg, the commissioner on air if something wrong right,
0: right. happens. All right, so that's number one. Number two. Uh, I think one thing you could do is somehow give this manager who got screwed um, like an extra waiver, like maybe like the top waiver wire priority goes to him. He gets whoever he wants and then waivers run accordingly. Um, And then the other thing was, I don't think that an auto pick should be best available player personally. I think it should be like, fifth best available player something like that cuz i get really frustrated cuz you don't know that this this player this manager is going to draft the best available player i don't want to reward an auto pick i don't want to punish it too severely but i don't think it should be but best available
1: the the thing that's super arbitrary about you know fourth best available player or fifth best supply like, or seventh best is i might be drafting next and i be, might be targeting that fifth best available player maybe
0: but maybe but it's more likely you're targeting the best available player
1: yeah, I'd say so. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess that's a bigger concept than just this punishment. You know what you could Is that do? The au- What's that?
0: You could pause the draft and you can say, all right. Next four fantasy managers in the draft, who do you want? They all get to pick in order. And then you give the auto draft the
1: best available player. It's such an arbitrary number though. Man. Is it four or is it seven? I think when you, you pause the draft, you call the guy. Okay, <laughs> you, connection's down. That What's is also going a <laughs> great
0: idea. You could just call the guy at Ask him. But wow, an even an even better idea from Shraggy B. And this has been regulated, ladies and gentlemen. Let's grade some trades. This is from Noah in the capital of Kansas. You've been you were in high school like you were in middle school like three years ago, Ben. You should know all the state capitals. Capital Topeka. I think it's Topeka. I'm gonna look it up for you. Yeah, give, look it up. Give up Chris Carson and AJ Green. Get Clyde Edwards-Elair. Do it.
1: Do it in a second. Grade it. Grade it A.
0: Capital of Kansas.
1: Oh, we. Are, this is the smartest podcast in the world. It is Topeka. Let's go. All right. Couldn't tell you where Topeka is, but yes, capital.
0: I don't even know where Can. I don't even know what country Kansas is in. From Kenneth in a two-point per reception, half-point per carry, five-point bonus for 100 rushing or receiving yards, but not combined. One running back, two receiver, two flex league. Okay? (laughs) Give up Aaron Jones. Get Kenyon Drake. So it's basically, who would you rather have, Jones or Drake? Two points PPR, half a point per carry, five-point bonus for over 100 yards, either rushing or receiving.
1: So the edge on the... Two points per catch is Drake. The edge on the point one per rush is maybe Aaron Jones, and then it's the hundred yard it's bonus five per carry, not point point five per carry. Yeah. Okay, yep, slightly lean Jones there, and then the v- bonus for hundred plus yards. I could say go jo- either way. I say
0: Jones probably there.
1: Probably, I th- I think the but two point per reception way. just makes me go Drake. So he received Drake. I'll call it a B plus. It's close.
0: Did you know that in three seasons in which Matt LaFleur has been a coach or a coordinator, head coach or offensive coordinator, a running back has been second on the team in targets all three years? Wow. Yeah. It was uh, Todd Gurley, Deion Lewis, Aaron Jones.
1: And they've got no one else to throw to.
0: Yeah, but no, I, I still see Kenyon Drake getting more catches, but we'll see if that he will. streak ends. Yeah, look, you were drafting you were drafting Jake ahead of, Drake ahead of Jones. We were drafting Drake ahead of Jones. The scoring doesn't change much if anything it favors drake so b plus all right here's some starter sits from jeff david montgomery or james white half ppr
1: half ppr makes it very very close but i still am going to stay away from montgomery i'll go white
0: just a little nervous about the injury
1: super nervous about getting eased in it was an injury that no one expected him to be back this week. So I don't really know how big of a role he's going to have. We know White's role. Half PPR makes it closer, but I'll go White.
0: Yeah, because David Montgomery might, may have zero catches. I'm one of the few lucky fantasy managers who's starting both Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay. Oh. Who do I fill in? Uh, who do I fill them with? Or who fill in for them with if they do miss the game? I've got Sterling Shepard, Jamison Crowder, Preston Williams, and Brian Edwards. I could play two or three of them. Um, If it's two, then I'd use Zach Moss.
1: So if Evans and Galladay do play, and even if they're going to be limited, I'm starting those two over any of the other options. But let's say they're out. Crowder's my number one. Preston Williams is my number two. And then Zach Moss is my three on that list. So I'd, I'd flex Zach Moss.
0: All right, uh, thank you, Andrew, for the question from Garrett. Marla Mack or Jonathan Taylor, PPR, who has the higher ceiling and floor?
1: Taylor's the ceiling, Mac's the floor, but Eileen Taylor in a great matchup where really? I think both of them, yeah, both of them are going to get a ton of carries. Game script's going to be in their favor. I'll go with the the upside guy.
0: All right, I'm I'm going. I'm going to go with Mac. I just think it's safer. I I just can't see Mac not getting a lot of carries where I could see Taylor
1: not getting a lot of carries. I guess with this matchup, I see it differently just because I think they're going to run 25-plus times. I think in a matchup moving forward, when it's not as perfect as this one really is, Max's going to be the safer play and the lock for the carries. But if I think they're both going to get 10-plus, I'll go Taylor.
0: Okay, and also half PPR, Van Jefferson, BC Johnson, Chris Thompson, or Steven Sims?
1: Ugh. Chris Thompson.
0: I'll take Sims. Sims or Thompson. It was between those two. Uh, From Paul, Stephen Sims is available. Is he a better option than Jalen Rager or Curtis Samuel or LaVisca Chenault or Larry Fitzgerald?
1: Definitely better than Larry Fitzgerald. Better than Curtis Samuel. I prefer Rager and Chenault. I can't trust
0: Rager this week. Like the same way you can't trust Montgomery.
1: Okay. But so you, you would but play you can. Chenault? I, mean, uh,
0: I would play Sims. I mean, they don't have a lot of wide receiver depth. So he's throwing yep. to he's throwing to two players and one of them Stephen Sims and I think Sims is, you know, 5 for 60. Give you a But you would drop PPR
1: Fitzgerald points. for Sims, right? If that's the question he's asking. Oh yeah,
0: but Fitzgerald's on the waiver wire. Those are waiver wire guys. Um he oh, has I think targets. he only has Rager and Sims. He can pick up Samuel LaVisca, Chenault, and
1: Fitzgerald. Okay, yeah. We'll play Sims over Rager, but better than all of those other waiver wire options.
0: Yeah, but but I would really want to pick up LaVisca Chanel. I'm interested in every one of those wide receivers except for Fitzgerald. Curtis Samuel yes. is interesting to me, but I think you know Rager's the best one to, to have on your team. The best one to start this week to me is Sims, but my goodness. Toss-up for me, toss really. Up, yeah.
1: From Sam. Chennault is my favorite stash, though, of all those. Over Rager? Yeah.
0: Okay. From Sam. Ruggs or Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun. From Anthony. I think getting your RB1 and or RB2's backup can be a good thing, but if you draft well enough, should you? For example, I have Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, and Josh Jacobs. I have no backups because I have Joshua Kelly, Chase Edmonds, Chris Thompson, and J.K. Dobbins. It's a dynasty league. A.J. Dillon was just cut in my league, though. I feel like I hurt my roster taking up another space, even if it could be a good handcuff. Oh, it's it's a dynasty league? You have got to get A.J. Dillon.
1: Get Dillon. Cut pro- Thompson. It's over Chris Thompson. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Drop Thompson for Dillon. From Wayne. Uh,
0: hey, Rich, Tim, Jerry, and Charles. Who the hell are they? Who are these people? <laughs> Half PPR, start three wide receivers. Um, I have Cortland Sutton and Mike Evans and T.Y. Hilton. I started Mikko Hardman last night in case both were ruled out. Uh-oh. If Ugh. both are active, which is a safer play, or do I just go with James Washington? So Sutton and Evans. I wouldn't go with
1: Washington.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is with Washington is he plays Monday, so at least... You, so you know. yes,
1: you have Sutton and Washington ready, and if Sutton's out, you go Washington. But you know, if they say Sutton is playing and he's good to go, you're playing Sutton. And honestly, if they say Sutton might be a little limited, I'd probably still rather play him over James Washington, assuming Deontay Johnson's active.
0: Yeah, I, I hope at that like I hope by the time the Giants Steelers games start, you know about Cortland Sutton.
1: Hey, you're doing FFT and five on
0: Monday night, aren't you?
1: Yeah, we'll be there at uh, 1 a.m.? Yeah,
0: it's it's a late one. The only game throughout the year that I may not see the end of is that first week Monday Night Football, game two. Sometimes I fall asleep in the third or fourth quarter, but not this this time. Staying up at 15-5 afterwards, yeah. So that's a marathon. Yeah,
1: Denver, Tennessee. I mean, what better way to end your week one? They always pick a crappy game, I feel. It's usually the Raiders...
0: This year it's not. Like and what is with Monday night football just is so bad. Like the Steelers Giants really thought that was a I good know. idea. I know you want ratings in New York and that in Pittsburgh like they're kind of marquee teams. But there are some great games this week. Yeah, Monday night football like doesn't get the first choice.
1: No, um, not at all. But
0: what do they get like the 15th choice? Giants Steelers? <laughs> Raiders Broncos? I mean uh Titans Broncos? Come on. All right, Garrett wants to know, pick one, half PPR. Chris Thompson, JJ Ortega, Whiteside, Stephen Sims.
1: Half PPR, I'm still going Thompson.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I'll stay consistent. JJ is Sims. nothing to me,
1: and Sims is you know a dart throw, just like Thompson really is, and Thompson's going to catch the ball. We know he'll have at least four catches.
0: Look, it's a good setup for Thompson. They're going to be trailing, and they're going to be throwing. And uh, Minshew likes to dump it off. So maybe Thompson, Thompson might be a better player than Sims here. From Colin, dear Caster Troy, Ben Sanderson, Spider... Who, these are Nicolas Cage characters. Do you know who Nicolas Cage is?
1: I know who Nicholas Cage is. Okay, I good. don't know these characters. really. Ca- I
0: know Caster Troy is from uh, Face Off. A hilariously stupid movie. Perfect. Last year, I sold out to win my championship but I fell short due to bad situations and aging players. I had to go young this year. I have Burrow, Akers, Gibson, James Robinson, Hunt, Tariq Cohen, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, Stefan Diggs, Ruggs, Chenault, Ertz, 10-team half PPR, or 10-team PPR, five-keeper. When using this approach in a keeper league, are you more likely to be very patient on these rookies and hold off even more on trades that would send your draft picks away? I've never missed the playoffs in the eight years of this league, but only one championship. So I want to build dominance. Thank you for your help. I Adam, you're my idol.
1: Yikes. Uh, interesting. Yikes. But yes, I think in this strategy you do have to have patience, but you also are trying to win the championship this year, and you have a ton of young talent. So, you know, if one of Gibson, Akers, Robinson does really well this year and you need to fill some holes with some win-now guys, you have enough young talent with you know A.J. Brown, D.J. Moore, Joe Burrow, that you can move one of them. That's fine. But yes, there needs to be a lot of patience with this, especially if it's a keeper league where you're keeping more than three players.
0: So he's keeping five players. And I would say the three players that if I were you, I would definitely not trade are Cam Akers, D.J. Moore, and A.J. Brown.
1: Yep. Agreed. Um, but you've got Ruggs a lot of is depth close here. There, though.
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't want to trade rugs, but if you can trade rugs for um, Adam Thielen or you know somebody that's a stud this year like Tyler Lockett, but is not a rookie, you know, somebody that's basically playing for next year, you trade, you give that fantasy manager rugs, you get someone that can help you this year, then you're fine. You have enough young, you have enough keeper options. You know, you figure yep. it out. Agreed. All right, from Corey and Michelle. Half PPR, two wide receivers and a flex. Galladay, Beckham, Chark, Marquise Brown, Cam Akers, Anthony Miller.
1: First three for me, Galladay, Beckham, and Chark. And then if
0: Galladay doesn't play?
1: It's Brown as the third if Galladay doesn't play. Or if Galladay <laughs> is going to be limited, we'll go with Brown.
0: From Christian. who re- You ever seen someone sign like their signature TIA?
1: Thanks in advance.
0: It must be, right? I've never seen it before.
1: I've seen it on tweets. So, yeah. Wow. That's like the modern day signature, yeah. You would know that. Tweet you would know of, that. Yeah.
0: You're very cool. You're my idol. Who would you rather start week 1 and who would you rather roster season long? And would you roster two if possible? Hooper, John U. Smith or Jarwin?
1: Ugh, I don't want to play any of them week 1. Really? I'll play Hoop. We kind of like yeah.
0: uh, the podcast likes Jarwin a lot.
1: I love Jarwin. I don't know that week one's the best time to use him against the Rams. Um, Jarwin. So what
0: is your thinking on this Rams-Cowboys game? It feels like you are expecting fewer points than everyone else. I
1: don't think it's going to be a showdown blowout at all. And I do think that Zeke's going to have a really, really good game. I There's going to be too many options in the Dallas pass game that are going to disappoint because I think Zeke is going to do really well. And I don't think it's going to be a 35-28 game.
0: Okay. All right, so what would you do nope. this week and what would you do this season? Hooper, Johnny, and Jarwin.
1: Playing Hooper this week and this season, I prefer J- Jarwin. So if you're going to maybe hold on to two, it's Hooper for the week and Jarwin long-term. But I do like Jarwin and Johnny's upside.
0: From Jace, Marlon Mack, Kareem Hunt, or Marquise Brown, half PPR?
1: Half PPR, I'll go Mac.
0: Kenyon Drake. Uh, so Hugo from Portland got Kenyon Drake for 50 fab points. I have both Woods and Cup. Would you start Kenyon Drake over one of the Rams receivers? P- I wouldn't. I'd PPR. start both
1: Rams receivers. Yeah.
0: From Angela, I have Gronk, but I need a solid backup. Should I drop Chris Herndon for Greg Olson or Will Disley?
1: I don't want either of the Seattle tight ends, so keep keep holding on to Herndon and you may start Herndon in a week or two.
0: Good job, Ben Schrager. Way to go.
1: That was fun. Heading into the weekend. Sorry I called you Ben Gretsch, man. It's all right. A lot of respect for Ben Gretsch. Yeah. Love the guy. Love Ben Gretsch.
0: Uh, Well, we uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. Sunday morning, you have a Fantasy Football Today in 5 episode dropping in both this feed and FFT in 5. Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern, tune into HQ. 11.30 a.m. Eastern, tune into Twitch. Twitch.com slash FFToday. We're live for an hour there answering your questions. And we've got hashtag AskFFT on Twitter all throughout the weekend. So be on the lookout. Make sure you're following Ben and me and Dave and Jamie and Heath and Chris Towers and our fantasy account and all that. Um, and, uh, yeah, hashtag AskFFT. Looking forward to answering your questions. Thanks so much for helping us on our mailbag show. We'll talk to you on Sunday morning and then on Sunday night's recap week one. See ya.